This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. And for as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. Mindsetters, welcome back. We got another phenomenal episode. I just finished interviewing Deborah Razo, who is an incredible investor. She's done single family development. She's got multifamily experience and she runs a phenomenal network, women's real estate network. And what we're going to really dive into today in today's episode is the power of a network, the power of how surrounding yourself with other amazing people want to do what you want to do and what that can really do for your business, how powerful that can be. And we, of course, get into some mindset things. We get into some personal development things. She's a trainer for the Tony Robbins organization. So that's a bonus for us that we get to dive into. So I know you guys are going to love it. Before we jump into it, if you are the kind of person who likes to help other people, then I encourage you to share this episode with somebody that you love, with somebody that you think can get some value from it. If you find value in it, I'm sure they will too. And if you guys haven't yet, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you keep receiving and hearing about these great episodes that we have coming and drop us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us reach more people. It helps us get in front of that algorithm so that we can make sure that we're making an impact on the most people's lives. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. All right, guys, welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I am very excited to have Deborah Razo in the studio today. How are you doing, Deborah? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I am excited to get into some of your story because Deborah, of course, if you guys don't know, she started her first business back in 1990. And after partnering and owning several successful small businesses, she realized that her path to financial freedom was through real estate investing. You know, she flipped houses in LA. She has single family homes in Memphis, has multifamily in Tucson. She's done some development. She's gone across the board. She also founded the Women's Real Estate Investing Network, REN, which has chapters in LA, Seattle, Orange County, Phoenix, San Diego, and a bunch more coming soon this year. So with a background like that, and the fact that she is a trainer with the Tony Robbins organization, she's got some killer mindset we got to dive into here. I hope you guys are ready. Are you ready, Deborah? I'm ready. I'm actually like exhausted saying everything that I'm doing. <laughs> I know. And there's probably things wow. that I missed out along the way, I'm sure. But uh, obviously you're doing a lot. You're on quite a path. A lot of people would want to be on that same path. But why don't we start out by taking a look back at earlier in life? What events or influences from your childhood shaped who you are today? Both my parents are immigrants. And so, you know, I, I was pretty much taught, you know, keep your head down, work hard, right? I think a lot of, you know, immigrating parents, my, my dad's Hispanic and my mother's from Ireland. So it's kind of a weird combination. There was a lot of, um, definitely a, a lot of uh, <laughs> accents in my household and, <laughs> and always, always something to do with God, you know? <laughs> Both very fiery, passionate People, Very I'm fiery, sure. passionate. I jokingly say, you know, I was brought up in a household that believed in dancing, singing, partying, and then confessing on Sunday. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was the baby of the family, and I think I was kind of the dreamer of the family. You know, I was like, I want to do this, and I want to do that. And I, I think my parents were kind of like, who is this? Why, why does she want to do all these things? You know, have a family, stay home, you know, do these things. But 
I think that part of my rebellion was going, no, <laughs> I want more. And so I, I did, I ventured out and started my first business when I was just in my mid, mid twenties. And it just kind of took off from there. I can't imagine not being an entrepreneur. I just, I have the entrepreneur fire in me, but I think part of that is the background of being, you know, the daughter of two immigrants. You know, you go after things, you, you work really hard. So what do you think from growing up with immigrant parents, what did that give you that some of the people who didn't grow up with immigrant parents probably don't have, or maybe could implement in their own lives? You know, it's funny, Stephen, because I actually read a bunch of data and it was, it was saying that there are a lot of first-generation Americans that are very successful in real estate. And I think it's perseverance. To leave your family and to come to a different country, you've made a commitment and you need to persevere and make it work. And I think there's that mindset of like, okay, I'm just going to have to make this work. I'm going to have to figure it out. So I'd like to attribute it to perseverance. And like you said, both my parents come from a fiery culture. So there was a lot of perseverance involved there too, you know, just wanting to stick to it and get it done. Yeah, there's something to be said when when somebody makes a decision to move from a comfortable place of where they're at to a place where they don't know anything, but they have this dream of a, be a better life. They have a kind of a vision of what could be and... You just have to make it happen. There's no choice. And once you've kind of dove in head first, it seems like, you know, some of those skill sets are passed along to other people. We talked with Ellie Perlman, who moved to uh, the Los Angeles area from Israel. And what we took away from that conversation is very similar. It's like, once you decide you're going to do it, there's no turning back. And you're making a jump that most people won't make. And so I think we, as maybe not first generation or not immigrants, we have to look at that and not take it for granted what we have. And we too can have that fire. We just have to rebuild it inside and recognize that it's within us. Right. Actually, I know Ellie. And she's actually going to be participating in one of our Women's Real Estate Network events that we have in April. And she is, she's fiery, man. And she just like, she really stuck to it. Now she went and got tons of education, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. the girl's a brainiac. I'm no slouch either. I've got my MBA. I did, I did the school thing. But, you know, there is that stick to itness and that fire in it. So, yeah. Well, definitely excited to talk more about that event a little bit later. But as we're kind of diving in, we're talking about network and the power of getting to know a lot of people in your area, building some relationships. And, you know, as the founder of the Women's Real Estate Network, talk to me about what the power of networks done in your life and what impact it's had in your business? I'll start just by true confessions, right? I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and I've been mostly a solopreneur, right? I mean, doing it on my own, getting it done, that kind of thing. I've had several different businesses. Some of them have made money. Some of them have lost money. It's always been kind of up to me to make it work. And when I started real estate, I, I really addressed it the same way, right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to make these decisions. I'll make these, I'll do these houses. And I got into real estate because of a dramatic change in my life. And I'll get into that in a minute, but I got into real estate and I needed to make some money and I wanted some passive income. And so, you know, I started investing what I could, but I realized I couldn't get to my financial goals without really building a team and getting partners. 
And those were investment partners and contractual partners and that kind of thing. And it really made me learn not only to be a good partner, but also I had to network, right? I had to go and talk to people, find out what their needs are and their, do their needs fit my needs and, and can I meet their needs and how is this going to work so that it's win-win for everyone? And then I realized, wow, the power, the power of a network, right? I mean, if I have any issues, whether they be like, I have a tenant and I need an attorney to get, you know, to do some tenant law, or whether I need a foundation guy, I can pick up a phone and talk to somebody and know that like, I can get some information or feedback from them. And it's really incredibly powerful, not to mention the fact when you're funding your deals, right? If you know that there's a, somebody, an investor that's looking for a good investment, then you can pick up the phone and call them and it really expands your business. You know, that's, I mean, networking is amazing for that. So yeah, it, it makes such a big impact because, you know, so oftentimes as investors, as entrepreneurs, as, you know, achievers, when we're not working in the corporate world or we're not working in someone else's business, we're pretty isolated. I mean, even myself, I work remotely. I have a team in another state, in other states. And you know, I'm working for my home office. So I've had offices outside of the home. I've done that as well, but it's isolating. And without having a network, a, a place to go and connect with people, you know, it can get pretty a pretty big drag. So for you, what was it that inspired you to go and start your own meetup, your own, you know, club essentially to bring people together, you know, specifically around women's real estate issues? You know, I, I'm going to talk just for a minute about how I got into real estate because that wasn't my primary focus, my primary business. And there might be some people out there that can relate to this. And that is, I was in a car accident. And I think there's a lot of people that have something happen in their lives that, you know, is an opportunity to start over, right? <laughs> like, you know, some people it's the death of a loved one, some people it's a divorce, some people it's illness. And for me, it was a car accident. It was pretty severe. It took me well over a year to heal. And I had a lot of time to think during that time about how I wanted to live my life. And the passive income thing kept coming up because even though I was an entrepreneur, I really felt like my businesses were running me. I wasn't running my businesses, right? I had just created a job for myself. You know, I, I wasn't really living in freedom. I wasn't really, you know, being able to spend my time where I wanted to spend my time. And I am you know, having something like that happen in my life made me really reevaluate. And it's funny that, you know, you talk about investor mindset. I decided that I wanted some of that passive income and I was going to go for it. And I didn't know how, because I didn't have the right mindset. You know, I was like, okay, this isn't a model that I'm familiar with. And I need to learn a lot of things. I need to become like Deborah 2.0 and I don't even know what that looks like, <laughs> you know? And actually, that's when I started in the Tony Robbins realm. And it was very helpful for me to go to some of those events and really take in what he was saying so that I could change things around. And during that journey, I had flipped a few houses and I was starting to build my portfolio of single family homes. And I was just hitting my head up against a wall. Now, for anybody who's been in real estate a little bit, you know that you're putting offer after offer after offer and you're not getting a lot of them, right? And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on? I can't seem to secure anything. And then I realized like, where are all the kick butt women? Like I was already networking a lot 
And I knew some of the women in the LA environment, but I really kind of wanted to relate to them. I mean, and it's nothing against men. I get tons of great education from them, but I felt like women are dealing with the same thing I'm dealing with, raising children, you know, aging parents, all the things that I have to juggle. And so I invited some women to brunch in downtown LA and they were all really like kick butt, cool women. And we all started talking and granted there was some some champagne flowing, (laughs) but we were just talking and somebody needed a referral and somebody else gave that referral. and, And it was just really a community that we were like helping each other. And after the, at the end of that brunch, I said, Hey, you guys want to do this like quarterly? And they were like, no, let's do it every other month. And people started opening up their homes and there was always wine involved. And honestly, those women, I have done tons of business with. We've JV'd, we've loaned on each other's properties. We've done all kinds of things. I even own storage units from those women. (laughs) And at one point I realized I get the benefit of seeing these women. And there's a whole group of women out there that don't even know these women exist. So why don't I start a meetup? where we just have these women come to the front of the room and speak about not only their business model, but how they're juggling everything, you know, how they're dealing in life, right? And that's what we did. And that was our first meetup in Los Angeles. And Jen Maldonado is our chapter leader there. And she's been there since the beginning. She's amazing. And now we have six chapters. We just opened our first East Coast chapter in Atlanta. And it's just been this environment of collaboration and inspiration for us all to grow both professionally and personally and give us those resources that you need when you're in real estate. It's been a remarkable journey. I've got to tell you, it's actually grown really fast. And it's funny because I'm like, there's sometimes when I'm juggling things that I'm like, wait a second, I'm an investor and here I am, you know, being drawn to this organization, but this organization is kind of the mixture of, you know, investing and also encouraging others to really go for their dreams. And those others have to be women. So, yeah. Well, we've got we've got so much in common there on that front because there's something so fulfilling about helping other people unlock their true potential and go after the thing that they actually want. And I really believe so much of what is holding those people back is believing they can do it. And so when they go to an, an event like this, and for all of you listeners out there, if you're not going to events in your local area, I really recommend it. I recommend you go to conferences, you go and connect with other people because being present with other people who are successful are doing it. They're great models. They're great examples of what's possible. And when I first got started, I went to a little meetup in uh, Long Beach and I met this person and I saw them as an example and I followed their path. And people want to be able to share that with you because not only do they want to make a lot of money, but they want to help other people have what that money can do for them. And that's exactly what you're doing, Deborah. So thank you right. for that. And it's really cool. I was talking to somebody, she's a young person in real estate that came into our organization. And she said to me, wow, seeing you guys up there and talking about your businesses makes me realize if you guys can do it, I can do it. And I thought, that's it. That's, that's the message we're spreading. (laughs) You can do it, (laughs) you know? And so stay in the organization and, and get the resources and, you know, make the connections and get the education. You know, Um, we're pretty much a networking organization. We don't offer a ton of in-depth education, but, you know, obviously all of us have had education. We know who's giving good education out there and we can refer her, you know, so it works out really well. 
That's so great. That's so great. The power of connecting with these people. So you being at the center of this, at the center of bringing all these people together, I'm sure that that has allowed you to go and do even more things in real estate. What recommendations did you have to other people who are, you know, they've been in the game for a little bit, or maybe they're just getting started and they're intimidated by the idea of going out and going to one of these events. Like, what would you say to them? (laughs) Well, you know, first of all, why do you want to grow your business? Why are you in this, right? You got to reinforce that the fact of the matter is you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. And that means going to events. That means, you know, socializing. That means networking. And I'll just, I'm going to make a real confession here. I am the founder of a networking organization and networking does not come naturally to me. In fact, there was a time when I first started in real estate that somebody came to me and said, you're kind of a wallflower, aren't you? (laughs) I thought, oh my gosh, I really have to get out of my own comfort zone and get out of my own way and, you know, make connection. And then when I realized, okay, this is just about meeting people, right? It's just about, you know, talking to them, finding out what their business model is, finding out if there's any commonalities, you know, I mean, and then it started to become easier. But yeah, you know, that's what I have to say. Like, get out of your own way. Come on, join us. It's not so scary. (laughs) So the point you're making is you got to get some really clear reasons on why this is actually going to be great for you because it's, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's not going to be fun the first time if you're in that fear mode, the whole time that you're there thinking about all the bad things that are going to happen. But if you've got some really good reasons on why it's going to be great, that fear is not going to hold you back. And you're going to end up getting there and you're going to realize, wow, this is really cool. I met one great person or I learned one great thing. And that as the very minimal goal or expectation, everything is going to be great from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you have that strong why, I mean, everybody talks about it, right? If you have that strong why, that's really what's going to get you through to, you know, achieving your goals and you got to make it juicy and fun. In my opinion, you know, like you, you got to add some really great emotional, juicy language to that. Why? And you got to, you know, add some fun to it so that you can really embrace it and embody it. Cause you know, there's going to be setbacks. If you're looking at venturing out into real estate or any business for that matter, you know, you're going to be the problem solver. And so you got to know that, why you're doing it so that you can get through some of the hard times and some of the, some of the difficult things. And I hate to say it audience, you know, for all of you listeners out there, there are going to be hard times. There are going to be times where it just sucks. Am I right, Deborah? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but it's what you decide to take away from it. You know, it's like, it's all learning. So if you decide to get into it and go, okay, what am I going to learn here? Instead of like, what am I going to do with this problem? It's going to be like, okay, I got something to learn, right? I mean, it's a totally different attitude, you know? And instead of like looking at your team and saying, why did, why did you let this happen? It's, it's like, hey, how can we make this better? Where's the solve in this? You know, how can we still bring this in on time and in budget? You know, like you have to ask empowering questions. Mm. Well, that's some powerful advice there, guys. Press pause, rewind, and listen to that again from Deborah. Talk to us a little bit about what, role personal development, personal growth has played in your real estate investing business and what recommendations you'd have for people to kind of get involved in some of that if they're not already doing it themselves. Right. 
like I said earlier, I was a solopreneur and used to doing things on my own. And so I would say that the biggest impact that personal development has had is my ability to relate to other people, you know, at a higher level, I think, right? You know, I feel like maybe I was more tentative before I had some self-development. And now I'm like, okay, this is just a person and I'm just talking to this person and we're seeing, you know, if there's a way that we can collaborate, if there's a resource that I have that they need, I'm willing, you know, like, what is it? If there's something that they have that I need, what is that? You know, or maybe they're just a really great person and I just want to learn from them. And I think that those personal skills you know, um, have really come into play as my business has grown. And I've been really thankful that I've had people in my life and organizations that give you more, more in your toolbox when it comes to that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So if somebody is like, Hey, you know, I've been listening to some podcasts. I love the investor mindset. I've dropped a five-star review on iTunes already. So Steven, you don't have to keep asking me to do that, but where else can I go and find mentors or find places to learn about how to grow my mind or how to grow to really believe that I can take on all these challenges that are going to come up as I become a real estate investor or am a real estate investor. Right. My choice has been Tony Robbins, right? After my accident, I realized I needed to change my mindset and I went to his UPW, which is like a four day, you know, it's kind of the beginner event. (laughs) And then after that, I, you know, I was drinking the Kool-Aid, forget it, (laughs) I was in. And so I've done all of his events and crewed his events. And then I, I was hired as a trainer, you know, a little while ago. And to be honest with you, there are certain, if you go through his leadership academy, you actually acquire a certain skill set. And there's skill sets that he uses to help people see what's possible for them. And when you acquire those skill sets, originally I was never thinking I would be a trainer or coach, but now I do some business coaching. But, you know, I was thinking, I just want to do it so I can manage my family. And I want to do it so that I can manage my businesses. And when I was down and sick, my brother was actually from the environment and he came out and took care of me. And he really helped me believe that I was going to be fully healed. And it's like, you need those people around that are going to be speaking those kind of possibilities into you. And it's great to be in an environment like that. I mean, now I'm one of like 160 trainers worldwide. I'm going to tell you, they're an incredible peer group. You want a peer group that's like doing things and you're like, okay, where, how do I fit in? How do I keep up? Right. You want that kind of peer group to not only like lovingly call you out on things because they do, (laughs) but also to inspire you to, you know, be the next version of you. So it's an environment that I've really stuck with, but also I'm an avid reader. I listen to a lot of podcasts, you know, I mean, always being in the learning mode has been really helpful. Yeah. Well, I think that's such great advice. Going to events is really powerful. And there's something that really stuck with me about the Tony Robbins event. So I definitely recommend those as well. Tell us a little bit about the event that you guys have coming up in April. And no matter when you guys are listening to this, I'm sure they're going to have another event coming up in the link that we're going to provide. <laughs> we'll bring you there. But tell us about the, uh, the event in April. So our April event is called Ignite Your Fire Within. And the Women's Real Estate Network is a young organization. So this is just our third annual. But last year we had 250 women out and it was sold out. So this year we're having it on April 4th and 5th near at a hotel near LAX, Four Points Sheraton, Four Points by Sheraton. And we're looking forward to it. It's going to be two days. There are 
oh, I don't know, they're probably 30 women speakers. And the one great thing about Ren is that you can find, we, we try to provide for you women who are involved in all aspects of real estate. So, you know, there's flippers, there's buy and hold, there's apartment complexes, there's storage units, there's mobile homes, there's people who are holding notes, both performing and non-performing, there's lenders, right? And it's all women. And there's an incredible synergy, incredible energy that comes together. And, you know, of course we do some, you know, femme things like start off our event with a little bit of meditation and, you know, we're, we're embracing, you know, all of our feminine aspects. And so it's just really fun. So I, I really encourage you to join us there. And if you can't get to our annual event, like Stephen said, we have six chapters and they have monthly meetings. So get to one of our monthly meetings. So question on that, that sounds like any of the ladies out there definitely encourage you guys to check out this event. It sounds like it's ladies only. No guys. It is ladies only. Sorry, guys. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a great event. I guess we've got to we've got to accept that for what it is. But tell me, you've been pretty successful by a lot of people's measure. But how would you define success, and what is success to you? Hmm. Wow, that's that's incredible. Thank you for that compliment. By the way, I sometimes I feel like I'm still treading water with all the things that I've got going on. Success to me is having a positive impact on other people's lives. I mean, that's for sure. That's one of my big time motivators. That's part of my why. And it happens in a lot of different ways. For example, if I'm flipping a house, right? You know, there's a house that I'm making a block better. I'm making a neighborhood better. I'm hiring people to do this. So I'm giving some workers, you know, needed work. A lot of times I have private money lenders who are putting their money to work and letting their money make some money for them. When I can create win-win situations like that, I mean, I think that's beautiful, right? And then, you know, flip the coin into the Women's Real Estate Network. We're growing women leaders. You know, a lot of the real estate clubs out there, you have a woman speaker maybe once a year. And so women don't get the opportunity to speak in front of a room. And it's been so great to give women the opportunity to exercise that skill and bring them up in leadership and have them take on more mentors and have them take on more obligations to being a leader in their own communities. I see so many women in real estate investing in particular. And so it's good to start seeing you know, some people catering to that. I know a lot of events I go to, people would love to have more women speakers and and to have that experience of being able to speak in front of your your audience has got to be really amazing for each of them. So from a habits perspective, talk to me, what are some of your keystone habits and things that you do on a daily or weekly basis that help you lead to, you know, that successful life? Right. I exercise. If I didn't exercise, I think I'd kill somebody. <laughs> I need to get all that energy going and out and, and everything. And I've actually just incorporated meditation in this past year. You know, I'm not like the huge meditator, but, you know, I try to get five minutes in. If I can just get five minutes in, it's really great. And my exercise, I prefer in nature. Like I am a nature gal. And if I can breathe that fresh air and, and do some things like that. As far as business goes, you know, I do my planning on Sunday evenings about what I really want my outcomes to be that week and how I can figure that out. And then I just stay focused on those outcomes during that week and go for it. Yeah, that's how it's going. You know, I'd like to think that I'm aware of, you know, my skill set and I'm growing it. I know that um, last year we've been growing so fast 
you know, I don't know, I'm sure you know this, the levels of consciousness, right? You know, unconsciously unconfident, right? I, I don't even know that I'm incompetent. <laughs> it's a wonderful place. Anyway, I became very consciously incompetent at certain tasks. And I was like, wow, okay, there, here's the growth. Here's the meat and potatoes of growth involved. And how do I get from consciously incompetent to consciously competent? Who do I need to bring around me? And because I am, you know, in the learning environment, I believe mentors, coaching, you know, be around people that are doing what you want to do and talk to them. How do you do it? What do you do? You know, how do you, how do you construct a system that's going to do this, this, and this? How do you meet everybody's needs? It's going to do that, that, and that. I mean, you've got to learn that stuff to become more consciously competent, right? And then, you know, exercising that comes unconscious competence, which I'll get to at some point. <laughs> yeah. Having that working from an intentional plan is such a powerful thing. I know as part of the Investor Mindset Members Club, we're going to be diving into the RPM plan. Actually, one of uh, our partners, one of our coaches in the group, Trevor McGregor, which you probably know from the environment, he's going to be teaching RPM and really diving into some of that stuff. And it's so powerful when you actually work from a plan. Otherwise, you end up finishing a day and thinking, what did I do? What did right. I actually accomplish? It's been yeah. a busy day. So but my I feel Sunday like evenings are RPMing. Yes. Yeah. So go to that, people. It's really a powerful yeah. tool. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Well, this has been so great. We're, we've made it to my favorite part of the show, the growth rapid fire round, where the questions are quick, but the answers don't need to be. Tell me, what's a book that's impacted your life the most or one you're excited about right now? I'm reading Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. And it's amazing. And it's really encouraging me to like get more courage and go farther out there and get dirty in, in the circle. So there you go. And that's a book, you guys, if you haven't read it, I really strongly encourage you to read it. It's not a book that's about business, but it's a book that's about life about being more authentic, vulnerability, how to handle some of those things so you can be your true self, which when you are, everything is better. You're gonna enjoy life more. Yeah, I'm grateful for you sharing that with the audience. That's a really good book. From an inspiration standpoint, what impact have mentors made in your life and how do you look at going out and finding great mentors? Right, mentors have made a tremendous impact in my life. And, you know, I'm asked this all the time by new investors, right? How do I get in? I'm like, get a mentor, decide what you wanted to do. I decided I needed to flip. I didn't have a lot of capital and I, and I was like, okay, this is going to be a way to, for me to gain capital so that I can reinvest and buy and holds. And I got somebody who basically the deal was he was going to show me how to flip. He didn't have any money in the deal. And then we were going to split the profit best money I ever spent. You know, we split the profit and during the whole process, he showed me how to get hard money. He showed me how to handle contractors. He showed me everything. And then I could do it on my own, right? Find somebody who's doing well at what it is you want to do and ask them, how can I be a partner? How can I, you know, what can I provide you that would be wonderful? And then be a raving partner. Like you've got to be the best partner ever, right? <laughs> and, and make sure that they're getting value out of it, you know, and you'll get the value too. So mentoring and partnering is like a number one in my book. Wonderful. Wonderful. And finally, from a purpose perspective, what drives you to live your best life every day? I like helping people who seek growth and want to live life and prosper fully. That's my personal mission statement. You know, that's the, that's the core of where I come from. 
whether it's in real estate, whether it's in my personal life, whether it's just somebody that I'm meeting, you seek growth and you want to live life fully, like the doors are open. Here's my network. What do you need? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that's my reason for me. That's beautiful. That's very beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was wonderful. Where can people find out more about you or the Women's Real Estate Investing Network and get in touch? The Women's Real Estate Network, REN, is at reninspires.com. And if you're interested in our event, it's at igniteyourfirewithin.com. And if you're just interested in me, I'm at deborahrazzo.com. <laughs> we'll include links to all of those in the show notes, people. So if you found some value in this, you know, please go drop us a five-star review. Reach out to Deborah and let her know that you appreciated her time here. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. And I look forward, Deborah, to the next time we get to hang out. Thank you. I really look forward to it too. And, and I love the fact that you're, you're coaching people on mindset. It's A number one, guys. Change your mind, change your life. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.